You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You wanted the best online sports book? That's easy. It's mybookie.ag. They got the easiest website layout, the best odds, amazing customer service, and payouts in only two business days. Check out mybookie.ag for yourself and then sign up using promo code WCE50 for a 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag, promo code WCE50. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at ChrisBGiannini. And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from winningcureseverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out. Those of us who love this sport live for nights like this. You are looking live at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. Can you believe it? It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. 40, 40 years. This is Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. What's up? What's up? What's up? NCAA Tournament Selection Recap. How is everybody? This is the Winning Cures Everything podcast number 203. That's 203. Yes, we have been doing this for a very, very long time. Chris, my brother, how are you? Doing great, man. Good weekend. It has been. It's been uh, pretty outside for the most part. It was raining today, but uh, but we are good uh, right now. Uh, it, it's actually pretty again outside. It's yeah. not bad. And it was a great weekend of college basketball. It sure was. It for was a, fantastic. For a guy that hates regular season college basketball, I love nothing more than tournament college basketball. Well, because every game matters, right? Every game is, is huge. Every game means a whole bunch to a whole bunch of people um how do you want to do this do we we're, we're going to go through the bracket right now we just got it what about an hour and uh let's start with the local stuff let's start with the 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 memphis stuff and then we'll. Oh, get, well all right let's talk about penny hardaway that way we when we're done with that we can get into the bracket and that'll be the rest of the show penny hardaway versus tubby smith the battle royale the fight to the death celebrity death match had a little lawyer speak this weekend so so Tubby's lawyer came out and 
stated, one, that Penny Hardaway was in charge of Tubby not getting players out of Memphis, which is ludicrous. He claimed that Tubby was misled when he came to Memphis because he was told that they were getting into the Big 12, which, as far as I can remember, that it, that had already happened. Like, they, the Big 12 had already come out and said that they weren't inviting anybody. So, as far as I remember, that's how that went down. Ooh, I don't um, know. We we did a lot of that talk last year, and Tubby was here before all that. Tubby got here. He might have been told we have been given like it was verbal, March of 2016. We've been given verbal commitments from the Big 12 that we, if they expand, we're going to get in. You know what? And it wouldn't surprise me if the University of Memphis did that because and, and because look, we believe, I don't think that they lied. I was say because we really believed we had a shot. Yeah, I, I don't believe for a second that uh, that they didn't think that they were getting in, and I don't believe for a second that that that's what sold Tubby Smith to come to Memphis. Even if it is that those, these are all just excuses, bro. Yeah, absolutely. at the end of the day, you were hired to do a job. The other part of of what the lawyer said was, uh, it, it is not his job to put butts in seats. Well, when one point one million dollars of your salary is public relations, and another one point one is for television and radio? Yeah, it kind of is. Like, it, it just is. Like, Memphis is the type of program that you have to be involved in the media. You have to be out there selling it. Period. Like, that, it's it's a rogue program. It's winning. Look, my dad and I talked about this yesterday. Winning would put butts in the seats. It, winning at a high level because you can claim that they're winning right now. 21-13 and 13 is a good record. It's fine. But they ain't sniffing the NCAA tournament in the AAC twenty-one. And, and that's just not a good. That well, is not not, not against record. the schedule that they had. No, that's what I'm about to say. Look at the teams they played. That's not a good record. It's no. just not. They've got one or two really impressive wins on the whole season. That's it. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. They beat Houston. Yeah, they won a couple games in the tournament. We didn't think they would do that. But I mean, but who did they beat in the tournament? South Florida, who was the worst yeah, team in the conference, and then Tulane, and then Tulane, or not Tulane, uh, no, uh, Tulsa. Tulsa. Yeah, sorry. But I even was, Tulsa yeah. is just uh, uh, whatever. Yeah, they're not great. So I, I don't understand why, uh, why this even became a deal, right? Like I, I think, so Jeff Calkins came out and said that he thought maybe Tubby Smith was trying to get fired. I don't know that I necessarily believe uh, necessarily believe that because no, I, don't I don't either. think that anybody tries to get fired. I don't either. I think these coaches are really competitive. You don't get to the level that these guys get to without being super competitive. And and you're not that level competitive and then you just quit just to quit. Like people joke around about Jimbo and his monster contract that's fully guaranteed and you know, well if I was him I would just half ass it every day until they fire me. Yeah, but there's a reason you have that attitude. And you'll never be that good at anything, right? Like I, like, I will say this: it was fun to watch Memphis. It was fun to watch them oh, do this I this weekend. Okay, this weekend, Th- yes. this weekend, up till this weekend, they have not been a fun program no. to follow. No, not not in the slightest at all. Incredibly boring basketball. Yes, and that's that's the biggest problem. Is it, what Tubby does is it wins at, for the most part, um, but you know what your ceiling is. Yep. And I don't think Memphis fans were ever okay with that being the ceiling. I think you may have a power struggle at the university between Tom Bowen and David Rudd. Like, I think this was cool with Tom Bowen because he doesn't necessarily care about basketball. But for David Rudd, this is costing money. So the only 
real possible option right now is to bring in Penny Hardaway. And and no, I don't think that Penny was keeping players from Tubby Smith. I just don't buy that. No, I don't either. I think Penny wants Memphis to be good. Yes. And I think if Penny wanted the job back when they hired Tubby, I think he would have gotten the job. But uh, here's the thing. Penny is not the one that fired Keelan Lawson. Correct. Like, I'm, I'm still upset about that because you had – a gift on your staff. I'm gonna just. We're gonna just. And and look, I, I'm the one that said that there. the Lawsons were a cancer. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I completely yeah. agree with that. But they but they you, have been better without the Lawsons this year. They just this year was I'm, better than last year. Right? I agree. But you you have better. Well, look, they started better last year, but the Lawsons kind of kind of dragged that thing down. But the problem is, you've got your two. But you find a way to make like meet at a common ground. Right, but that's never been Tubby's way of doing things. I, why I know. Would, why would you think at the end of his career he would change the way he's done things his entire career? I don't think that Memphis thought for a second that, like the administration thought that Tubby would would fire or demote Keelan Lawson. I don't think they ever thought that. Like Tom, it, it, Keelan says that Tom Bowen told him he had a job there. Like nothing's going to change. You're good. He is the only one that was staying on staff that was staying there after Josh left. That's because he had his kids. Exactly. And that's he's got it, two kids. That's the only reason. He's got two kids that are coming up the pipeline that are better than the two kids that just transferred. I get it. Along but, with the fact that you've got all of we, Team Penny, and because Keelan is there all the time. But we already hashed all this out. I know, the, but that's, that's Lawson, what I'm saying. It wasn't the, Penny. The Lawsons, yes, no, it wasn't Penny. The Lawsons and Tubby were never going to work. They just weren't. Agreed. It's not Which how is, Tubby coaches. But but that's what you got to figure out is, okay. We like, tried to to force a square peg into a you, round hole. It didn't know, work. You know who has a relationship with the media? Keelan Lawson. Yep, correct. You know who doesn't? Tubby. Tubby Smith or anybody on his staff. Correct. Not one person and none talks of these to people anybody in the media. ties. Mike, I, I just didn't understand anything about it. No, it, and and they, it's not necessarily true that you have to recruit Memphis to win here. Calipari proved that, but that's the problem is you have to have somebody like Calipari to be able to do that. Hang on. You're building a model off of a top five coach in college basketball. Right. And like, like that would be like that, – that's, that's exactly the problem with the SEC in football. Oh, well, Nick Saban has done this, so let's just hire all Saban's assistants and we'll try to do it like him. <laughs> no. Nope. You, you can't do it like – he's the best coach in college football. You can't do it like Belichick in, in the NFL. He's the best coach in, in the NFL. Like, you can't model your program after somebody who's transcendent. Exactly. It doesn't work. Because never those will. people are unicorns. People hired uh, Tony Barbie and Derek Kellogg and all these guys – it, to try and replicate what Calipari it, does because they're, quote, great recruiters. That's right. The deal is recruits want to come play for Calipari. It took Coach K a decade before he finally got the one-and-done kids to actually start coming to Duke. Yeah. Like, like we think for all this time Coach K didn't play that game. No, he did. They just didn't choose Duke. No, and the, the reason that all changed. to go play for Cal or to go play to North Carolina or these other schools. But in North Carolina, Roy Williams doesn't do the one-and-done stuff. No. Not, not very often, Not anyway. as much. But 
the deal that changed with Coach K was he got involved with Team USA basketball. Correct. And when he did, he had a, a an inroad. That's right? right. He had a pipeline to be able to get the best players in the country because all of a sudden, and and along with that, Kobe Bryant coming out publicly stating that he wanted Coach K to coach the Lakers. Correct. That's no, all you need. No, no, no. Things like that change things, but he tried to get them forever. And we label him as the greatest basketball coach of our generation in, in college or whatever, maybe of all time, one of them. And and he couldn't play the game Cal played. Yeah. yeah. He had to win other ways. And it's it's almost impossible to, you know, I mean, it, it's impossible to do what Calipari did. That's right. It's, so, you're, you're never going to see that. So to, try, so to try to bring somebody in here and say, well, Cal did it and he was successful, we want you to do it his way and be successful – it's just wrong. It's just wrong. But you know what's easy? Get somebody with Memphis ties. It doesn't have to be Penny. But but now, we've already talked about this in previous shows. It needs to be Penny now. But get somebody with Memphis ties who can recruit locally, and you're instantly credible nationwide. Yes. You're instantly on the national spotlight as being a top 25 team, and you're back in the running. Exactly. And then in a year or two, once you get this national publicity – then you can go out and recruit nationwide. Yeah. That you, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. That, that's, that's how you build a program in Memphis. I mean, don't forget that the first five years of Calipari being at Memphis, like they made one NCAA tournament. That's right. I take that back. They made two NCAA tournaments. They had one win. One win. I was about to say, they didn't win any games. And, and they, they were not good. They were whatever. But, but he got Dewan Wagner and he started figuring out this one-and-done thing. That's right. Like, that's that's how that all happened. The, the NBA changed the rules around then to the one-and-done. That's when it started. And then... And Cal figured out Cal how he like, can do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to just take this new... College basketball is going to totally change because of this NBA rule. Do you think that it was necessary for Tubby Smith and his attorney to come out and, and talk about these things? No, I think it hurt Tubby. I think I, Tubby I agree, winning because two, he's a classy guy. I think Tubby winning two exciting games in the tournament this week was enough to where there are there's a faction of people in Memphis that say, you know what, maybe maybe he can turn this thing around. But as soon and as maybe he, we give him another another year. Once they release that stuff. But when the when the attorney comes out all of those people said, no, no, we're yep. out. Exactly. It, it really upset. It really upset some people. Um, and, and it just wasn't the right way to do it. Now, you know, you could say, well, it was wrong of all the Memphis fans or the Memphis administration or whatever to go behind Tubby's back while he still has the job and be recruiting Penny. But that's just the way the sausage is made, man. Yeah, that's I mean, how that's this just, works. That's how it is. And you're in Memphis – Listen, we're still a small town, all right. And Cam, what's, what's Virginia? <laughs> Cam, not on not on the podcast. Not, that's text a, text that one. Buddy. That's a that's a group text. <laughs> uh, but, but um, anyway, I lost my train of thought. But like in Memphis, you know that stuff's gonna leak. Yes, like there are there are no sealed lips around here. We're we're still a small town when yeah. it comes to this stuff. Well, and it's and it's Penny's people that are putting this stuff out there. It's oh, not the administration. Oh yeah. You know, so that's something that that has to change a little bit, um, but I, it's expected, right? Like that's that's something that is going to leak out. Penny wants to be a head coach, and it's either going to be at Memphis or he'll be an assistant coach at Kentucky, or he could even end up with like the Ole Miss job or something. Like there are places 
for him because of his ability to get talent. Like, it, period. He is still super well-known. We've talked about that a bunch. He's still got, like, the second most popular shoe line at Nike behind, you know, Jordan's. Yep. Like, he hadn't played in years. No, he's... And he's still yeah. super well-known because he's all over the AU stuff. So That's it. He's well-known in the places he needs to be. Yeah. Out, outside of... <laughs> Cameron again. Oh, out, God, out, I love out, Facebook. Outside of Memphis... He's probably not like crazy well known. Oh no, 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 he's he's unless, still unless you're in the AAU world. Exactly, he's super well known with with recruits. Yes, with kids. That's just how it is. Yep. Either way, you ready to jump on this NCAA tournament? Sure. Let's uh, let's do that. All right. So uh, come on, it's game day, baby. Wake up or get out. Let's all right. Go. So. Let's start off with the South Region. Okay. Hey, you you want to do the first four? No, just do the South Region. Let's do the let's South do, Region. Just do it by regions. Okay, South Region. There are no playing games for the South Region. Virginia got the number one overall seed. We're cool with that. I'm I love that. Virginia is a fantastic basketball team. If you hadn't watched them this year, it, Tony Bennett, as far as defensive coaches go, he is unreal, and he's actually got guys that can shoot the basketball this year. That like, are athletic. They can Not just score. Shoot, they can score. Like they, they can yes. dribble drive. I mean, they they can run an offense. They they are. I mean, and look, my favorite player on their team is that Kyle guy. Yeah. Like a confident young man, a superb athlete. He's fantastic. He is absolutely fantastic. Love him. Um, I I like them in at least in this first round of brackets. So they're playing in Charlotte on the sixteenth. What is that? Uh, that's Friday. So they play in Charlotte on Friday against uh, Maryland, Baltimore County. No problem there whatsoever. None. You got Creighton against Kansas State. Question. Okay. A defensive team like this, we don't get to have this conversation very often, against a team like uh, Maryland, Boston College, what do you think the over-under for what they can score is? What does Virginia give up? I think Virginia gives up. 30? No, 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 no. 50? 50. I don't think they give up fifty. I think I, would, I think it's I think this is like the, a seventy five to fifty game. If you set the line at fifty one, I'd take the under. Do you really think Virginia is is gonna come into this game fired up? No, but I think their defense they don't have to be fired up to play defense. That's just how they play the game. That's the only way they're coached. they're not gonna come in and half ass it either. I bet they give up fifty. Okay. I bet they give up fifty in the first game. So at but 50, they score seventy five. So if I made so like, the over over under fifty one, you would still take the under. I take the with under that, with that. No, see, I would take the under easy, even if it's like forty. Yeah, because I think I think there's a chance they could give up almost nothing. I think yeah, I think look, it could it, be in the like, Pitt, low Pittsburgh 40s. scored thirty eight on them, mm-hmm. and I think that Maryland Baltimore County can can actually put up some points. I'm not this is not a knock on them. This this might be the best defense I've ever seen. I've ever. You know, I've watched a lot of this tournament. I agree stuff. with you. And then throughout the tournament, they show the highlights. You see how athletic these kids are, as opposed to the athletic ability that former Virginia teams have had. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm with you. I, I, I agree. I and, think Virginia right. is really, really and it, and good. It might be. I also be think like, they got a really difficult schedule. Okay. So hang on. So we we so we had this conversation off air. We both agree this is the hardest bracket, right? I think so. Every yeah. year, every year, Kentucky gets the hardest bracket. 
I think once you get by um, that Sweet 16 round, like once you get into, um, you know, the Elite Eight, I don't know that it's too difficult when you've got Cincinnati, Tennessee, Miami, et cetera, on that other side, right? right? Like Nevada is your seven seed. But here's the problem. You have to play either a Kentucky or an Arizona. And I think either one of those teams could win the whole tournament. I agree. That's what sucks. Yeah, I mean it's a, but it's like in, this every year in the sweets. No, it's not. It's not like that for everybody. It's no, it's like, like that, that for Kentucky. Kentucky's bracket. Yeah, last year it was North Carolina, UCLA, and Kentucky. Yeah. Every year Kentucky gets thrown in with two other teams that could win the whole thing, and then you've got these other brackets that might have one or two like real scary teams, and then everybody else is going to be a possible upset. I'm curious uh, what what the NCAA tournament was in 2017. Um, who did they play in the first round last year? Do you remember? They were a two seed. Kentucky? Yeah. No, I don't know, but they had to play Wichita State in the in the, the round two. Then they had to play UCLA. Then they had to play North Carolina. All right, so Kentucky had – see, this is what's nuts. Last year they got Northern Kentucky in the first round. They got Wichita, Wichita State. Yeah. In the, in the which second is, round. Which is bananas and because they, Wichita State, they was, were a 10 seed and they were like a top 10 that's right. Ken Palm team. Yeah, that's right. They were a top 10 Ken Palm team. So then they had UCLA, and it was either UCLA or, or Cincinnati. Yeah. And both of those could play defense and whatnot. So Kentucky dismantled UCLA, but then they had North Carolina. And then they played North Carolina. That is an unbelievable run. Yeah. And this year, Kentucky's going to get by round one pretty easily probably. Then they're going to have Arizona. Like, Arizona might be the best team in this thing. I agree. I mean, I think it's just it, – it's been – look, I will say this. Why, I don't so we, think that so Arizona we, is that good. Well, they've got the they, – But they've got a really good player. In my in my opinion, I think they've got maybe the best overall player in the tournament. Let's see. In 2016, Kentucky was a four seed. They had Stony Brook in the first round, and then they had Indiana in the Indiana. second round. And then, and then they would have had to play North that. Carolina. Yeah. And, and they had Xavier, West Virginia. And here's the thing. As much, yeah, as, I mean, the, as much as that sucks for Kentucky, it also sucks for North Carolina. It yeah, it also sucks for, all the other for teams, UCLA. Right? Like, like, hey, man, so this we, year, we earned the right to be here. Yeah, Virginia. Why can't we play a Tennessee? Virginia does like, not have We have, have to play close. a Blue Blood? They do not have close to the talent that Kentucky does. No, right? athletic ability or, or Arizona. 2015, all right, Kentucky was a one seed. They were 34-0 and 0 in 2015. Uh, let's see. They had to face either Cincy or Purdue in the second round. They had to face uh, West, Virginia. West Virginia, and they beat the brakes off them. Yeah, they, but, they doubled them but, up in that Bob, one. Bob Huggins could have gotten crazy on you. That's a scary yeah. That's a scary turn either way. Exactly. Like it, it, They love putting Huggins and – and Calipari together. Yeah. Like, yeah. always have. That's right. Uh, so, they had West Virginia in the Sweet 16. In the Elite Eight, they had – it was uh, it was either Notre Kansas, Dame. Kansas, Wichita State, Notre Dame, or Butler. Butler. And it came down to Notre Dame and Wichita State, and they ended up with Notre Dame. And, and Kentucky all, but, beat them by two. But any of those teams are really good tournament teams. Yep. Yep, so, you're right. right. Let's and then, let's and then Wisconsin. But either way, let's, let's jump off of that and get back to the actual uh, – the two seed in the south bracket, Cincinnati. Do we want to jump in that way, or do we want to roll with uh, with all of the, the games that are here? Well, we don't need to go by all the games, man. Uh, every one of these games, some of these games just aren't worth talking about. All right. Uh, Creighton, Kansas State, like a winner of that against Virginia is whatever. Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, Kentucky, Davidson, Arizona, Buffalo, 
It, look, we like Kentucky and Arizona there, and, and whichever one gets out of there is going to give Virginia a run for their money because both of them have more talent than Virginia. Interesting like, game in the first round of this bracket, Nevada-Texas. I am – I think Texas has a lot more talent. Because I think Nevada barely got in this thing. I Well, it's tough to say that because they're seven seeds. <laughs> yeah, I know that, but they were like – Their RPI is really good. They play really well together. I mean, they're, they're 27 and 7. Yeah, but they don't play in a But they don't play – they, they play in the Mountain West. Yeah. And they got knocked out of the Mountain I'd West Conference didn't, Tournament. You didn't win your Conference Tournament. I wasn't expecting two Mountain West teams to make it in. No, but but Nevada had done so much in the regular yeah. season. Like they had two quadrant one wins uh, in four games. They had a bunch of quadrant two wins. They won a bunch of games on the road. But I don't know that that they can do enough against Texas. It, as long as Mo Bamba is back, Texas is going to be fine. I think so. I would take Texas here. Uh, Cincinnati, I think, is going to get by Georgia State. Uh, I like the fact that Ron Hunter is back. You know, he was uh, he was in the tournament that year. His son hit uh, hit that three at the buzzer. He was riding around on the scooter in the next game. <laughs> you remember that? I do remember that. He had, like, broken his leg or something. I actually like this Cincinnati team a lot. Now, we watch a lot they play of a lot. They play basketball. great defense. I, they're fun to watch. They play fantastic. Look, they outscored Memphis on Saturday 41-18 to 18 in the second half. All right, so let's cut these brackets in half, okay? You got – you're, you're one, I'm, I'm going to say Virginia and Kentucky in the top half. Okay. Now you've got uh, Miami and Loyola Chicago. Um, I mean, that's kind of a toss-up. I'll probably roll with Miami because I just don't think Loyola Chicago has done it. Although, like, their best win was a win at Florida early in the year. It's a good win. But I don't think that Florida was playing all that well at that time. Okay. So so drop that. Give me, give me, uh, give me two teams in the bottom half that you think are going to make it to the Elite Eight. I think you're probably going to get Tennessee and Cincinnati. Cincinnati. It's going to come down to the two and three. And that'll be in Atlanta. So, so chalk down low and so, then so, kind so, of chalk up top. We'll say, look, I think Virginia beats Kentucky. And I think Tennessee probably beats Cincinnati. Woo! That's going to be a fun game. I will tell you this. I think, I think this bracket Cincinnati, could not have gone better. If Cincinnati and Tennessee play each other in the Elite Eight, that's going to be – if. That's going to be a fun game to watch. Yes. The way I, these teams play and the way they're coached right now, that's going to be a TV game that you're not going to want to miss. Exactly. That's a good bracket. All right, let's look at the – Let's uh, see if it works out that way. Let's look at the West. Right. Number one seed, Xavier. Now, I had Duke getting this number one seed. See, and, I and looking North Carolina back, should have gotten it. But looking back, uh, it, see, I just – North Carolina, to me, had too many losses. Okay. But that, they got the – they got the two seed in this bracket. That's because which means, they played everybody. But if they got the two seed in this bracket, which means that they were the number five overall. They, they would have gotten it if they didn't give it to Xavier. Exactly. That's right. And so, and and I think Xavier winning the Big East is is what put them over the top, because North Carolina didn't win the ACC tournament or the ACC regular season title. Not that it matters, because Virginia, the number won one both. overall seed, won both. So, um, but yeah, North Carolina, like they're twenty five and ten, but they played everybody. I think. That their loss to Wofford early in the season that's at home. So long ago, I, don't I understand it's so long ago, but I think that that's what actually happened here. So either way, you've got both of them playing right here because it, you either would have had North Carolina number one in this bracket or Xavier number two or whatever. Yeah, like you, it, you, but it, well, it would have been the same it, thing. It matters to me in picking the bracket because I've told you the two teams that I I liked a lot before this tournament came out, before we saw the bracket, I like. Michigan, I yeah. like North Carolina, and these two teams are going to play each other in Sweet 16. It's going to piss me off. 
Well, let's go on and let, do you want to talk about the top of the bracket or the bottom? Right no, now? let's start at the top. We'll start at the top. All right. We don't so, have so Xavier against uh, NC Central or Texas Anybody Southern. Anybody at the top half hey, of this hey, bracket. Hey, let me. Texas Southern. You remember Mike Davis? <laughs> Mike Davis, Texas Southern. Look, he's this is two years straight. It may be three. I'm not even. I'm not even totally certain on that. Play in game, but he. Well, no. This is uh, that he's made the tournament with Texas Southern. Yeah. They lost eleven straight games earlier this year, but they were going and playing on the road against big boys. all kinds of of big teams, and they lost them all. But that's okay because in these one bid leagues, like it wouldn't matter if they go and play a bunch of crap teams. Like you go play the big boys and figure out where you are. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is win your conference tournament. That's right, and then you can get in, and That's you're right. good. So, so they're in the play-in game because their their record was awful. Uh, but the winner of of that game against Xavier uh, plays against uh, either Missouri or Florida State, and this is in Nashville. So you got Missouri, which will be, I'm guessing that they're going to be more of the home squad here. I think so. Um, I I think that. All right, so Xavier is really close to Cincinnati. Which will only or no, they're in Cincinnati. What am I talking about? I was about to say same um, city. Which is not too terribly far from Nashville. That's like what, four hours? Yeah, five. So Something either like way it's close. And Missouri, where they are, yeah. But what, five, six? Yeah, that's not far. You're gonna have a lot of Missouri fans there to go see Michael Porter Jr. Listen. Because I don't you, think Xavier has any idea what they're getting. You know with me. Him. I want Zay I want I want Missouri to win. I want to see as much Michael Porter Jr. as I can. We missed him. His whole college career, we've missed this kid. And he came in. A young man. A superb athlete. Yeah. He came in with such flair. Didn't, barely got his feet under him in the Arkansas game in the tournament. Well, the Georgia game. Georgia game. Sorry, yes. Georgia game in the tournament. Barely got his feet under him. He probably won't get a lot of minutes in in week one. The team is going to have to win this game. But but maybe by by game three for him or two in the tournament. I don't think Florida State's all that good. I think Missouri can win this game. I do too. Even without Michael Porter. Oh, I do too. Well, my, Missouri was really good without him all year. Yeah, and that's why they're in the tournament. That's exactly. why they're here. So I'm kind of rooting for them to go to get a couple of games under the belt. I just like watching this kid play. I agree. I want to see minutes of him. This is my first five twelve that I think is going to go to the twelve. I love South Dakota State. Like I've I've seen them in the tournament for years. I actually watched them play. You and I watched them when we recorded the other we night. We watched uh, Monday night. Um and they they beat the brakes off whoever they were playing it was North and then Dakota. they and, or, so that was North and then they played South Dakota the next night and just beat them to death. Yep. But I mean they're 28 and 6. They've always got guys that can shoot. I, they understand the fundamentals as yes. well as any team in the country. Like they are a less talented version of Virginia. And we both believe that this Oklahoma game, this Ohio State game, Ohio State, sorry, yeah. Ohio State. We neither one of us think Ohio State is very good. They haven't really been super impressive all season. I, I just and they, I, well, they've been impressive. Like they've won games against tough competition, but I don't believe in anybody in the Big Ten. I just I don't think Purdue was that great. I don't I, think Michigan State was that great. I, I believe in one. Michigan didn't come on until. Until the Big Ten tournament, really. But that's like, that's the style of basketball that wins these things. It, and I understand that. That's, but you're it, looking at regular season, and I look at how do teams play in the tournament. And, that, and that's, that's exactly where, what... That's uh, where different. Is Michigan does this in tournaments every year. They're a tough beat. Yes. 
And and it's Which normally is why because I they can hate shoot. That they have to play North Carolina. It's it's normally. It, it, I'm I'm with you. I'm with oh, you. Oh, it makes me so mad. All right, so Ohio State. I'm going to guess that they'll get beat by South Dakota State. That's just my pick. Last year, what did last year that all you had the bracket up a minute ago? You could have looked. All twelve, all four, twelve seeds won. Did that happen I last year? I don't know if that happened last year or not. But I can check it check because that. I'm looking right now. Don't, don't mean to don't mean to ask you to pull it up again. Let's see, 2017 NCAA tournament. Um, you just had it up, so I, I don't know if all the 12s won or not. I thought there was a, a year where all four 12 seeds won. There's never been a year where all five 12. All four no, nope, Virginia five was seeds a five won. last year and they won. Okay, so I, it crushed it. So what was it to the second one in 2016? I know it wasn't Did because Indiana. Else, what all, what else won? Uh, let's see. We had Notre Dame beat Princeton. So that, that was a five twelve. Jeez, maybe I'm just told. Uh, that. Let's see. We had Iowa State beat Nevada. That was a five twelve. This is uh, and Middle Tennessee beat Minnesota last year. So that's the only one. I that's was, the only I could, one. Could not have been more wrong on that. All right. Let's keep moving. Well, it it might have been a few years ago, but it, I just, it, it wasn't last year. I remember year. one year where a lot of the twelve seats. Well, I'll won. tell you this. I I don't believe that Davidson beats Kentucky this year. No, I just don't see that. No. Um. But Murray, you know, st- we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. All right, Gonzaga and North Carolina, Greensboro. Uh, look, Greensboro has been rolling as of late, but I don't think they're good enough to beat Gonzaga. I don't either. Uh, especially in Boise. That's, that's <laughs> what I was just about to say. Now, I will say this. A South Dakota State-Gonzaga game in Boise, Idaho. That'd be fun. Does make for interesting basketball. That you will see more white kids on the court in that game. <laughs> than any other game in the tournament. Than any other game in the tournament. That's right. Like, period. That's just what that that's is. Right. Uh, you got Houston, San Diego State. San Diego State has been on a little bit of a roll. They won the Mountain West tournament. Uh, Houston looked really good in the AAC tournament. This Houston team is crazy athletic. Yes. And Kelvin Sampson knows how to play these games. And look, this is in Wichita, Kansas. Like, this is a good spot for them. Good spot for Houston. Uh, their only problem is Michigan and Montana are on the other side of their little bracket. Michigan round two. So, Michigan and Houston round two. We both love Michigan right I- now. I I'm all. The, That's not the, to say that they can't no, get beat. No, 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 no. Oh gosh, no. They, but, but half of us are going to throw a bracket away after week one. But let me tell you, especially this. Let year. me tell you what scares <laughs> me the most. And I railed against it last week. The Big Ten playing their conference tournament a week before everybody else. These kids are sitting at home eating potato chips, watching everybody else play basketball this week. I are they, they? I mean, I bet they've been working out. Lately. Okay, you think scrimmages against one another are, is the same as playing a tournament? And no, then four I, days later, I, balls I deep but, into another tournament. I, okay, I'm with you. I'm with I you. just don't like it. I don't like it. The Big Ten has to fix this. They we don't have a choice. Well, they're they're going back to normal next Good. year. Are they going to play it in like Indiana or Detroit? I think it's Indianapolis that's, next year. That, that's it, Indianapolis. That's where it needs to so. be. Either either Indianapolis or Chicago, one of the other, but it'll be a oh, Midwest. Yeah, or, or Detroit or some somewhere in the Midwest, the same time as everybody else. Yes, and they, they're doing that next year, and they, the, they may go back if the Big Ten comes out flat in this tournament. You can you can blame that on the conference commissioner. Well, they've only got four teams in. So, That's right, but know. I but I don't think any of them are are great except for this Michigan team, and it's not that they're great. I just think they play tournaments. Well, really I mean, well. what about Purdue and, and Michigan State? I like you know I like Izzo, but Purdue, I think they were a good regular season team. They don't scare me. They're a two seed, right? They don't, uh, yeah, they don't scare me. All right, let's get to uh, let's, let's get to these other let's ones. Jump uh, over there. 
A&M and Providence. Okay, we're staying uh, That's in Charlotte. This is uh, who the winner of this will face, uh, well, the winner of North Carolina and Lipscomb, which we're, we're going to go on and chalk that up to North Carolina. Um, I mean, I like A&M here. Providence played really well in the Big East tournament. They, uh, they, every game that they played went to overtime. I think A&M is big and physical. That last game Providence that they played, is insanely guard-oriented. That, that last game that they played against Alabama, that was an unbelievable basketball game that went back and forth. And, and you well, and remember they so their starting point guard, senior point guard, got hurt early in the year. Yes, this T.J. Starks kid for he's, Texas A and M. He's he's a stud. He is. You want to talk about confident? Like I haven't seen anybody be able to trash talk with Colin Sexton. And he did it. And he did. He it. did it both games they played. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, those two boys went at each other. Yes, they did. And he is fantastic. Remember, and it was fun to watch. Too. It did, he's the kid that hit the three pointer because nobody will remember this. No. No. He hit no. the three-pointer that got them the one-point lead with that's four right. seconds left. That's right. He hit that dagger. And I and I immediately text you. I was like, dude, that's a dagger. Yeah. I said, there's time left, but that that's tough. Yeah. I mean, if, if Alabama had gone out of the tournament on that. That's tough. That would have been awful. That would have been absolutely awful. But either way. It uh, takes balls to make a shot like that. I don't know that it matters because one of those two teams, A&M or Providence, is going to have to play North Carolina in Charlotte. And that's just... It's not happening. That's not happening. So, so our Sweet 16 in this uh, in this round, that we, our region... We, we kind of think... Because this is going to be in Los Angeles. This is the Western uh, bracket, or West bracket, um, I believe, which is in Los Angeles, by the way. You think Xavier uh, will get to the Sweet 16? I think Xavier will beat Missouri. Okay. And I believe that Gonzaga will beat South Dakota State. Okay. So, so Xavier... In Gonzaga, which will be isn't that a rematch of last year, or was it Xavier in Arizona? Oh no, no, it was it was Xavier and Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. The for Elite the eight. either one of them, it would have been their first trip to the Final yeah, Four. Yeah, that's right. All right, so Sweet Sixteen, you got Xavier Gonzaga rematch from last year. Uh, in the other one, we got Michigan and North Carolina. God, I hate that we get that game in the Sweet Sixteen. No, but then you got either Xavier or Gonzaga against either North Carolina or Michigan, which that's, should that's be bogus. entertaining. North Carolina against. Michigan should be an Elite Eight game. I agree. I do agree with that. All right, let's move over to... Uh, let's go to the East. Let's go to the East. All right, East bracket. Number one seed, Villanova. I like Villanova. They're really good. Uh, playing game, LIU Brooklyn against Radford. Uh, does not matter. Villanova's playing in Pittsburgh. Now, the next game... Not just because I am an Alabama fan, but you want, just, me, you want me to talk about this? I would love for so you to that talk way about you're this. Not the so homer? That, yeah, they don't think that I'm the homer. No, because you know it, it, this is well documented. My hatred for Alabama, my absolute disgust for Alabama. I've said pretty vile things, not on camera, because I would probably <laughs> have a lot of hate hate coming my way that I couldn't handle. Most it's all good. It's all good. I actually think I made this comment to you when the brackets came out. I think Alabama has the best player in this entire bracket. They're a nine seed, but I think you have the number one player in this bracket. Yeah. I think this is the style of basketball that teams go on runs and win national championships. Usually not from a nine seed, but it's the same concept and style. You have a transcendent player that can score anytime he wants in a team that plays mercilessly team defense. Yeah. That is hard to beat in tournaments. You know I like defense in tournaments. 
And if you've got a guy that can score, like I always love teams like Virginia and with uh, West well, West Virginia in these tournaments in Arkansas that play that 40 minutes of hell, unbelievable defense, but I never like them to win the tournament because they don't have that transcendent player with just that can score God-given talent need. that can score when you need. Alabama has it. Doing it from the nine seed, not going to be easy. I actually think the West uh, the Virginia Tech draw is tough. I think that's going to yeah. be a fun round one game. But I think Alabama can win this bracket. I think that you have the best player in the bracket. So, so Virginia Tech and Alabama are the nine eight game. Um, winner of that's got to play. Villanova. The winner of that has to play Villanova in, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That's a that's a tough that's a, draw. That's a tough ask of of anybody, but it is not impossible because remember Villanova is known for dropping games early in the tournament. Correct. And it, it's been like that forever. They lost to Wisconsin in the round of thirty two as a one seed last year, and they were playing. Were they playing in Philadelphia? I think I they played in Philly last was year. Was it in Philly when they yeah, lost? Yeah, like in their home city. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's possible if you've got a team that plays great team defense in Alabama, as far as defensive efficiency, they are one of the top teams in the country in that. Now, um, if, if chalk holds in this bracket, the the teams under it in Wichita West Virginia, State. What, you've got West Virginia and Murray State. That's Murray your 5-12. State. That's a 5-12 that's a little scary if you're a, a West Virginia yeah, because Murray State is always they're a tournament team. Yeah. They know how to play in this tournament too. And then you got Wichita State and Marshall. You Wichita State in West Virginia. If we get that matchup in the second round, I think that's going to be a fun game. Oh, I think so too. And Ogie here's, here's what's crazy, Craig Marshall, dude. That's a that's a coaching matchup, right? And here's what's crazy as far as that goes. Like the East Regional is in Boston this year. Yeah, you've got Wichita State, Marshall, West Virginia, Murray State playing in San Diego. A long so way so those guys are going to have to fly all the way across the country and then all the way back to the other side of the coast in a week and like and then play. And you'll have to start playing in less than a week. That's right. And and we always talk about how crazy it is for football players. Yep. Like it is the same difference with basketball players. This this is my argument for when people say, "Oh, there's too many games, we can't travel that much and all that stuff for football." Don't don't give me that. Well, school matters. No, it doesn't. Because when the NCAA tournament happens, a whole month, a whole month, these kids aren't going to class. Yep. One week is spring break. The other three weeks, are, are we're supposed to be in class, well, here's, here's but the you're deal. not. You're not doing school stuff. The conference tournament was was over spring break, right? Memphis' is spring break well, was Memphis last spring week. Break, but, well, but, uh, but a lot of other ones are, are yeah. the same week. They're that last week or this week. Yeah. So you're, you're flying all over the country. So it's either you're taking a week for conference tournaments yep. or you're taking a week for NCAA tournament. Or, I mean, after if, that, then you've got... If you go deep, it's all in school, man. Yeah, it's Thursday, it's, Friday games it's every week. It's all in school. Um, and it, it's only for two weeks, but you've got three weeks where kids are missing classes. Correct. And, and only one of them will be spring break. But so, either way. Let's keep going. The, uh, number six, number 11, you got Florida against the winner of St. Bonaventure and UCLA. I like... I like UCLA. See, I think, I, and I, but and, I, and I like I'm Florida. Maybe I'm biased to the SEC more than I should. I like Florida. No, no, no I, I like Florida over over UCLA. I, I like UCLA in the play-in game. I think I like but, Florida. If chalk holds, I think I like Florida over Texas Tech. Texas Tech has not been great the last I, little bit. of And the I'm season. not. This is not a knock on Florida or Texas Tech. I think I think Florida's got a lot of athletes. I think they play really good 
Well, and they've been here before, yeah, right? They've, they've done this. Like, this is a yeah. school that... They that made the Elite Eight last yeah. year. Butler, Arkansas. That's a game I'm interested to watch. Yeah, and Butler hasn't really gotten a lot of really big wins. No. Um, but would Arkansas be a big win? See, that's a that's a great question. But I really like... But you know me. You The track record here. I like Bob Huggins. I like that defense. I Arkansas like, did. Arkansas I like beat Florida. Mike, I like Mike Anderson. I like him a lot. Yeah, that I go with coaches when I fill these things out. I, I won't watch a game all year until tournament time, and I feel like I know how all this is going to go. But it's just I'm picking coaches. That's all I'm doing. I like Mike Anderson. I, 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 I think I don't think Butler has uh, has the same amount of talent. Um, although it is impressive that after they lost their coach to Ohio State in like what June. Mm-hmm. Or July? No, it was July. Yeah, late. It? it was late. It was it was July. Yep. After they lost their coach in July, they brought in another guy, and he was able to make it to the NCAA tournament too. That's right. I mean, that's pretty pretty remarkable how that works. Uh, the winner of that Arkansas Butler game has to play uh, the winner of Purdue Cal State Fullerton. Um, Purdue will probably get by that. I mean, the game's in Detroit. This is this is why I don't like Purdue in the tournament. Is I think when they play a team like Arkansas, that's just physically and mentally tough. Is Arkansas better than Purdue? No. At no point in the game, other than defensively, player for player, Arkansas is not anywhere close to the talent. Of Purdue. Uh, I'm not going to say that. I don't think I'm not I don't, gonna... I don't think they are. But I think they are tougher. I think they play a defense that that will kind of put Purdue in a corner. I agree with that. That's. That's my analysis on 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 those teams. I agree with that. I, I think, think that Purdue Arkansas South, can. I, I think Arkansas will drive Purdue crazy. Crazy. So I I might even take Arkansas in that game. I just hate the fact that it's in Detroit because you know there's going to be a lot of Purdue guys. I don't know that, that matters. I don't I don't give credence to where these games are played at all. I don't know. I kind of do. It's in, a in some cases, it's a tournament. And historic tournament teams are going to travel no matter where the game is. Kentucky could be playing on the moon. They're going to sell every Kentucky game, and they're going to scalp <laughs> every ticket that they can scalp. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think you're probably right on that. So I don't care where it's played. Yeah. North Carolina and Charlotte is impossible to beat. Duke in, in the state of North Carolina is impossible to beat. But you put those guys in L.A., they're pretty damn hard to beat there, too. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. So... All right, let's move on to the uh, to the Midwest bracket. Last bracket. Oh, we didn't pick a Sweet Sixteen out of this. Oh, one. okay, sorry. Sweet let's Sixteen, pick a sweet out, of 16 out of this. Man, that's this is a difficult one to do. I know, cause cause, look, dude, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll take Alabama in the Sweet Sixteen. You know how much I hate them. See, I, I, that, I'm like I'll probably take Villanova there. I I actually but. think Alabama is the style of team that I like to watch in tournaments. Okay, and. Mm, I'm gonna go Wichita State. Yeah, I think I like Wichita State. But I, I, like I said, I like Greg Marshall a lot. It would be hard for me to pick against Greg. That's going to be an insane coaching matchup with him and Huggins if if they both get there. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the that's a game I want in round two. Absolutely. Uh, The bottom half of the bracket. Give me Arkansas and Florida. Give me a rematch in the SEC tournament. I like that. Okay, Arkansas Florida. That is a super SEC homer pick. That's but, a, so in that case, you got like Alabama, Alabama, oh, Wichita dang. State, Florida, and Arkansas. That'd be sick. That's oh, that'd be crazy. That'd be sick. And still not a guarantee that you actually get. Oh no, a Wich- Final Four Wich- team. Wichita State <laughs> could easily wipe all of those teams out. Oh easily good lord! Because they're right. they're good, man. Midwest. Let's go to the Midwest. 
Kansas number one. The team that I bet against every year in this damn thing, and that's what makes me look like a fool. But not always. God, not they, always because they, they don't always do. make uh, they don't always make the final four. No, and that's they make the a problem. lot of elite eights. They make a lot of elite eights. But though. when you bet on him to go knock, the, I just don't like Bill Self. I don't like Kansas. I don't you, like him either. I think he's you, a bad coach. You know, which that is I'm not a difficult fan. to say. Right? It's hard to say that he's not a good coach. I don't think he's a good tournament coach. Like, is that weird to say? I just don't like. Him. I don't know that that's an, a true statement, but I just don't like him. Uh, the winner of Kansas and Penn. Plays uh, Seton Hall or NC State. Now, I like this is NC in, State. This is in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, I do like NC State here. I, I'm not a fan of Seton Hall. I, I didn't think that they did very much this year, but they, they did enough to earn an eight seed, so that's good. Um, and so I'll take NC State there, but I, I, Kansas, I think, wins wins that game against NC State. I like that. Because NC State, you got to get hot, and I think the second game in three days might be tough for them to be able to hit a bunch of threes. Now, obviously, we've seen it happen before. Because, good Lord, we saw Kentucky and Tennessee both. Well, you saw Kansas do it. You saw Kansas do it against West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, you sure did. West they, Virginia had that game owned, and then all of a sudden they just went nuts and hit like 23s. I'm just – I'm not going to pick against Kansas in Wichita in, in the round of 32. I'm just – I'm not going to do it. I probably will. <laughs> so, so let's <laughs> let's say that Kansas wins that one. Uh, in the next four team, you got Clemson as the uh, five seed against New Mexico State. I do like New Mexico State there. Ooh, okay. I do like New Mexico State there. You. I'm not a big Clemson fan right now, uh, right. not because of football or anything. I, I just I, 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 I don't I don't like their coach, uh, Brad. Uh, I forget what his last name is. Either way, uh, he was coaching to save his job last year, and this year they've gone 23 and nine, got a five seed in the tournament. I still don't think they're a great team. Uh, as evidence, you know, they they get knocked out by whoever the hell it was right. in the ACC. So, uh, so uh, New Mexico State, I think Auburn is probably going to beat Charleston. So, now you've got New Mexico State against Auburn. Do you think they'll get – can I, New Mexico State win two games? Because Auburn's kind of reeling. Yeah, they are really reeling. And New Mexico State has been – they've been on fire here lately. Now it's going to be a Bama pick if you do that. But. I know that's what I. But I. But I think that Auburn could beat them easily. Yeah, I do too. But Auburn's got like seven guys right now. I know that's what's going to kill them. But I think it'll kill them week the next weekend. Yeah, I think I think we'll go with Kansas and Auburn here. I think I think that makes sense, and that's in Omaha. Yeah. So so we'll we'll get to that point here in a little bit. Uh, number six seed TCU plays the winner of Arizona State and Syracuse. Uh, Either of those teams scare TCU I would, at all. I would believe that those are the last two teams that got in the bracket. I don't believe either one of those don't, scares don't think, I didn't Jamie think Dixon. Syracuse would have gotten in at all. Like, if you had asked me which of the, you know, last couple of teams to get in, I just didn't think they were going to get in. I thought Arizona State was not going to get in. Because Syracuse has at least been playing well. Like, they beat Clemson in the last game of the regular season. Uh, they beat uh, – who did they beat in the ACC tournament? I do not remember. Either oh, way, they beat somebody. Um, so I, I thought that they had a shot to get in. Uh, the rest of their schedule like wasn't great, but but Syracuse like their zone they, they're built for this stuff, right? Yeah. And I, Arizona State has not been shooting well. You have to shoot well to get out of a zone. I don't think either one of them has a chance against Jamie Dixon. So I'll take TCU there. Michigan State and Bucknell. We're going to take Michigan State. I, I'm not even going to ask you on that. It's in Detroit. 
And then, uh, and then you've got TCU against Michigan State, which will be a fantastic coaching matchup. That'll be a with good Jamie game. Dixon and Tom Izzo. That'll be a great game. So I'm good with that. Michigan State over TCU in Detroit. That's that's how I'm going to roll that one. Um, and then those teams move out to Omaha or Michigan State does. Uh, then you've got Rhode Island and Oklahoma. I was just going to ask you. This is the one because that's the team that this I didn't is a very think difficult thing. Deserve to be in it, and they still got a ten seed. And and here's. So they got the best player on the court, but they've had the best player on the court for the last month and it had to help them win games. Well, and but here's my problem is that Rhode Island, like they got beat in the A10 tournament, they lost like three of four down the stretch leading into the oh, A10 look tournament. Look what Oklahoma's lost the and last I, I, stretch. I know, I, I know, I know, but I, but Oklahoma did beat like Kansas State uh, in the last week of the regular season. Like, they lost to uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah, but they but, had lost like six games, seven games straight up until the end. And they they, they lost eight of their last ten. The issue, I think, is that teams are figuring out that you can double and triple team Trey Young. And nobody else on that team Nobody can on the anything. team can beat you. But, I, but they've been playing in the Big 12. And I think that it's a lot different than playing against Rhode Island, who does not have the players that that Oklahoma does, even now. So it's safe to say, though, it doesn't matter. Duke will smoke both of these teams. Absolutely. So I, I, like, I think like I'd probably talking, take Oklahoma to win that game. We're talking double-digit, bigger yeah, numbers. Duke, Duke, Duke against Oklahoma, I think that Duke will destroy them. One, because of the way that they fired Jeff Capel, who is on staff at Duke. Correct. Uh, and two, because they just got way better players they're and just, way better coaching. Better. Like everything. And Although it, uh, Alon Kruger and, and Coach K matchup is, is fun to watch as far as coaching goes. Like that's that may be the best bracket as far as coaching matchups because if you've got Jamie Dixon against Tom Izzo and then Lon Kruger against uh, against Coach K, I'm not Mike cert- I'm not certain that Oklahoma gets past Rhode Island. It, you may be right. Dan Hurley may actually get them into the in the next round. But, but I don't. But, but I don't think it. Like I said, I don't think it matters because I think Duke is just going to smoke them. All right. Now, if you get Duke, Michigan State, that's my Sweet Sixteen. Duke, Michigan State, and then what? Kansas, Auburn. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, that's if I had to pick now, I'd probably do that. If God. you've got if you've got Kansas Bill has Self, the easiest road to the Elite Eight. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? To the Elite Eight, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got you got Penn, and then you got NC State or Seton Hall, and then you got Clemson, New Mexico State, or Auburn. That's the easiest road to the Elite Eight. I think so. I think you're probably right. And not Xavier. Xavier's difficult. North Carolina it, it, has to play. It's not Virginia, and it's not Villanova. Yeah, you're right. That's the easiest road to the Elite Eight. Oh, that's crazy. That's nuts. That is absolutely nuts. I, I don't know. God, Bill Self is just the so either luckiest way, son either of way, a bitch on the planet. He'll he'll get to the Elite Eight, so we'll put Kansas in there. Now, who do you take in a uh, in a Michigan State Duke matchup? You got Michigan State with more experience. All right, the, the, the two different questions. If I'm gambling with money, I'm taking Michigan State. If I'm gambling with my life, I probably take Duke. So let's say Kansas and Duke. Uh, oh, I'm, I, I'll tell you this: it doesn't matter. The winner of the lower half of this bracket is coming out of this bracket. It, it doesn't matter if it's Michigan State Kansas, or Duke. What either one of them is being Kansas, Kansas is shooting. They will not do this. I've said this every year. They will <laughs> not do this six games straight. They will not. They will not because they live and die by the three-pointer. And and at some point in time in this tournament, the reason I like defense 
and I don't like shooting teams is because more times than not, you die with the three-pointer than you live with it. All you have to do is have one bad night at shooting, and it's over. Yeah. Okay? That's it. <laughs> no, you're right. But, but you're defensively, right. you rarely just come out if you're a defensive juggernaut and have a bad defensive night. That doesn't happen. Let's uh, let's move on to our Sweet 16 Elite Eight Final Fours. All right. All right, Sweet 16 in the South region. Do you think Virginia gets by Kentucky or Arizona? No. I Which think, one are you taking? Are you taking Kentucky or Arizona? I don't know, but I'll tell you this. I think well, we both gotta, of we those teams. Well, we've got to pick one to get to, a, to an know. Elite Eight. I don't know. I'll take Kentucky. I think they're playing I do. Okay, if I right had now. to pick right now, I'd pick Kentucky. All right, yeah. so so you think Kentucky beats Virginia? And if, and if for some reason I'm wrong on Kentucky, I think Arizona will beat them. Because if, if you get Kentucky in Atlanta That's against so Virginia – you're talking about blue. give me a break. Kentucky's Kentucky's going to the Final Four. All right, so so you got Kentucky in the Elite Eight, and then you've got uh, Cincinnati in Tennessee. Cincinnati against Texas. We're taking Cincinnati. Yeah, and uh, in Tennessee, we took out of the uh, the top we half would there. Take it, yeah. So Cincinnati and Tennessee. Could you have a Tennessee Kentucky rematch? In oh, that would eight? be awesome. Man, I got all kind of SEC teams going yeah, in here. My yeah, bracket's going to be gone to crap as soon as these SEC teams start falling off. Do you think it matters, Tennessee or Cincinnati? No, I think I really, Kentucky gets to the I final really four. I really don't, here. man. I I I told you yes uh, when we do this thing Thursday. Yeah, I think Kentucky's clicking, and this is the time where if I had to bet, you could have got them Thursday at like twenty eight to one to win the whole thing. You did bring this up to me, and I and I think I would have. That's that's who I would pick because the way they're playing, and that was before the Alabama game. That was before the Tennessee game. That that's just they're clicking. They really are. They really are. They're doing what Michigan did without the week layoff. Let's do the West region. All right. We got Xavier. And Gonzaga. And Gonzaga. And I don't care. I'll take I'll take Xavier. I'll take Xavier, too, but I, this is wrong. North Carolina should be at the top half of this. We should get a North Carolina-Michigan matchup. So, well, we do have a North Carolina-Michigan I, matchup in the Sweet 16. Who, who are you taking here? Because this is very difficult for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Roy. I love I love Roy Williams. And you know I that. love John Beeline, but I do like Roy Williams in this spot athletes. because they've been there. Athletes. Yes. And not a week off. All right, so North Carolina against uh Xavier. And North Carolina. So North Carolina, Kentucky meet in the final four. Love it. I love that's, it, love it, love it. Same as last year. That'll be Give well, me, it was it was in the Elite Eight last year. Oh, but that's yes. right. Let's talk about the East region. We had who did we have? Alabama. We had I, Alabama. I, I had I picked Alabama and Wichita State. And okay, and we'll, we'll roll with that. And and I'm I'm gonna go Wichita State. Wichita State. All right. So Wichita State in the Elite Eight against uh, either Florida or Arkansas. I think Florida probably gets revenge here. You think they get revenge? Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll give you Florida. So Florida and Wichita State. I don't know that I'm. I take Wichita. State. I told you, we got three SEC teams in, and none of them are coming out. I think Wichita State's that good. I think you're probably right. I, and, and I like that. It's it's a little crazy because you watch them like their end game against Houston yesterday was atrocious. Yeah, no. But that that, that was it was the end of a long tournament. Houston's crazy athletic. That, that's a well, and, and Houston just caught fire at the right, right time. I mean, that's they right. just that Rob Gray kid. They had, still won the game. Yeah, that Rob Gray kid had had thirty one points. Yeah, I mean he's bananas, bananas. No, all right. So um, I'll right, tell you so this: same thing that I felt about uh, Kentucky and Arizona. 
If I'm wrong about Wichita State Alabama, I think the winner of that game wins that bracket. Okay. okay. I would take I would take the winner of that game. Midwest. We got Kansas in the Elite Eight. And we got uh, what, Duke? Yeah. Duke in the final four. No, no, no question. Well, right. in the winner of if if Michigan State were to beat Duke, they're going. Let's just say Duke. I don't because we gotta have Kansas. one. Oh god, okay. We gotta have one, but we don't believe in Kansas. So so let's say Duke. Um, so you got Duke, Wichita State, Kentucky, and uh, what did we say? North Carolina. North Carolina, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke, and Wichita State. Three blue bloods. You could either have Kentucky, Duke, or North Carolina, Duke in the or in the national championship game. I think I want a Kentucky Tobacco Road national champion. You think you want North Carolina and Duke? Mm I think I think, I think I think I'd rather have Kentucky, Kentucky and Duke and just Duke. for old school, right? Oh yeah, that'd give be a Cal, lot of fun. Give me Cal against K. How many times would you see the Christian Leitner shot? Give me Cal against K. I love it. You know, I what? mean, I'm down with either one of it. I mean, Greg Marshall against Calipari would be a lot of fun too. Yeah, Greg Marshall against Roy Williams you're would right. be a lot of fun. No, you're either right. way, you've got great coaching matchups. In if that. if we got that Final Four, that's made for TV, right? You couldn't have you couldn't have asked for anything better. I like that. I like this. This is good. I kind of like my personal bracket won't look anything like what we just did. Exactly. It's the same thing here. But I kind of like that we just kind of went on the fly. We didn't prepare for this. We just wrote a bracket and was like, hey, what do you think? Oh, what do you think? All right. Caleb jumped in on Facebook. He said, what is the Wichita State pick about? I don't see it. Uh, we just – I like Greg Marshall. So, in in our – when we went through, the games are in, are in uh, San Diego. Um. Wichita none, State. None of that matters none, to me. None of it matters to Chris. It matters to me. Uh, we think that Alabama gets that, through Villanova. My, my pick, this is Chris's pick, not Gary's pick. My pick was that Alabama can upset Villanova. And if Alabama upsets Villanova, I think Wichita State wins that bracket. Yeah. That's because at logic. that point, you've either got Purdue, if Wichita Arkansas, State Texas Tech, or goes Florida. On, I mean, if, if, if Villanova goes on a run, then they're going to win that bracket. Like, I think that's the most winnable bracket out of them all. But but Villanova seat. has been in this spot before and lost. Yes, that's 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 what I'm saying. I'm just picking an upset. You can't pick all chalk. Yeah, can't do that. Although I mean, so we got Wichita State against uh, Duke, and then we got North Carolina against Kentucky. That's that seems pretty chalky, even though well, it's not. I mean, it is, but it's kind of the way it would all like lined up. Is yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah. No, you're right about that. I feel terrible for Tony Bennett in Virginia. You got to play Kentucky. In Atlanta, like that is just last last ugh. year. Last year, I felt bad for Wichita State. I felt bad for Kentucky. I felt bad for UCLA, and I felt bad for North Carolina because well, Wichita, you threw it, all it, four it was, of those you, teams. You had, in no, one you bracket. had Butler in the in that one. It was Butler against North Carolina, not Wichita State. Wichita uh, State had to play Kentucky last year. They were oh, all. Oh yeah, the, they, they were a ten all, seed. They were all in the same bracket. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Wichita State. You had a four seed. top ten teams in one side of the bracket on one bracket. Like that's brutal, man. Yeah, that's pretty awful. That's pretty awful. Got to spread them out better than that. Yeah, this year was uh, was more of the same. I like it. It is what it is. This is a fun tournament. You got that. Chaos right. is going to ensue. I believe that we'll have way more upsets than we just picked right here. And. Uh, it should be fun. It should be fun. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today. I will be in New Orleans for the next three days. 
Uh, we will be back on Thursday afternoon, same as always. Uh, we do have to figure out how we're going to do that because there will be games going on on Thursday. We'll just do it. I mean, it's just part of it. Just do it while the games are going. I mean, we don't have to watch every second of every one of these games. <laughs> Caleb, you jumped in late. He said, any 12-5s or 13-4s you want to discuss? Uh, Babe, we, we just went through the whole we bracket. We went through the whole bracket. So go back and watch it as soon as we get done posting it. We've been, uh, we've been running for an hour, we'll and it's time for us to wind it down. So, again, if you're watching on Facebook Live, share that thing out for us. Help us out. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, hit that subscribe button. Also share it out. Help us help support the podcast. We appreciate it so much. We, we can't even begin to tell you how much we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in again. Uh, NCAA tournament time is upon us. Get your brackets filled out. We, uh, we just gave you all of ours. All you got to do is go back and listen to the whole thing. Whew. What a wonderful, wonderful night. We'll be back on Thursday. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter at winningcures. You can follow myself at Gary WCE. You follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551-226-9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899. And we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show. And until next time, have a good one, guys. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.